Fuck you, you little piece of shit. You ain't Spanish, man. Yeah, I speak Spanish. Hey, B, you don't. Be loyal, but fucking got sucked. Yeah. Fuck you, you piece of shit. Hey, B, yell at him in Spanish. Yell at him. Yeah, you motherfucker, you motherfucker. Thanks for listening. I'm Barack Obama, and I approve this message. How I look, how I sound. <laughs> you sound horrible. Wait, really? It, yeah, man, it was like the, the starting thing. Oh, yeah, okay. It's it's a little better now? Yeah, it's fine. All right, let's get it started. Three, two, one. Welcome to the Alex Caruso Fan Club, the motherfucking podcast of the year. Okay, 2023 podcast of the year. I can feel it. I'm your host, Nathan. With me, as always, is my host, Ryan. Ryan, say what's up to the people. Okay, Ryan. Now, here's let's get let's get it fucking started. I'm feeling good, dude. You know why I feel good? Because I live by myself right now. Is that why you've lived by yourself for? Well, I mean, I guess you've been. No, no, I had roommates. Yeah, I mean, you've been in the proximity of people, I guess, but it's I mean, you just, didn't really, how many facilities did you share when you were living there? It's like uh, kitchen. Yeah. Right. But I mean, yeah, I have my own room. Yeah. I don't sleep like with a fucking guy. I don't, I don't have like a bunk bed and a guy on top of me, but mm-hmm. it's like, there's people they're asleep. I'm basically like, I can be as loud as I want. I can fucking scream. I can, I can cook at two in the morning. I can make noodles. I can take a 40 minute shit. And I feel great, you know? Mm-hmm. The worst thing is you're taking a shit and then you're, you hear your roommate like get up to go to get food or maybe he's leaving the house or whatever. You just hear him leaving the room and you're like, oh, I hope he doesn't also have to go shit because now there's going to be a line. This could be a line for the bathroom in my own house. Right. And that you only sucks. had one bathroom. I shared a bathroom with the guy. There was a bathroom upstairs for the girl that we lived with and a bathroom downstairs. Would, would she mind, like, let's say you need to take a shit and the other guy's taking a shit. Would you mind if you shit in her room? Or her, if not her room? I would, but her... I would never ask. I would never ask. I mean... I mean, was she cool, though? Yeah, she was cool. Honestly, she probably would, would be okay with it. But it's like... I had to go into your... Like, it was like a master bath. So, you know, I'd have to go into her room and then go take a shit. Yeah, why not? I mean, I I honestly wouldn't care if someone did that to me. I would be like annoyed, but it, the the polite thing to do is to hold your shit, is to hold your poop. What if I have to shit? One time, really one bad. time I actually actually had to, and I went to my job, which is like a fifteen minute walk away. Well, that and is I'm ridiculous. and and I'm sure in the meantime my roommate finished shitting, but I just didn't want to like. It would to me it seemed like the safest option. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, but, uh, and you know, when you, you walk, you have to poop like a little bit less. Is that true? Yeah. I think at first, um, at first you start walking, maybe there's some discomfort, but once your body knows, like you never have to take a shit when you're like running, maybe if you're running like a marathon, but like, you know, your body can fucking be like, Oh, it's fucking, it's not, it's not poop time. It's move time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe. Your body knows. Right. 
Yeah, I mean, if I were you, I would just shit in the in the girls' bathroom, and I would probably leave the door open. <laughs> yeah, well, you're a fucking disgusting beast. You're a beast of a man. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's like you gotta. And by and no one would no one would want to live with you. By the way, these people they owned a place. They had they had they were roommates, and their roommate left, and then there was applications to get in there, and they chose me because they could tell I was a good person and I would do something like this. I wouldn't be like, hey, can I go shit? <laughs> I wouldn't be like, knock, knock, I got a shit, let me in, somebody else is shitting, like, they knew that I would be a good roommate, but, you know, one of the reasons I'm glad that I live alone is because I do think my roommate did not like me because there was an episode that, I tried to always record the podcast when he wasn't there, uh-huh. because I feel like, the you know, he could hear me through the walls, and he, already, and he was already hearing me get get a lot of pussy, so... Right. I'm sure he was jealous. I'm sure he was already mad, already jealous. Uh-huh. Already jealous, already fucking, you know, just annoyed. Also, you know, I was Did you ever bang the girl roommate? And did he ever no. hear that? No. Okay. Was she hot? She she was kind of cute. She was kind of cute. And you she didn't was, make a move at all? She was she gave off like asexual. Both of them were like gave off asexual vibes. Yeah, well, yeah. And, I mean, that's but that's why you got to be assertive. <laughs> you gotta say, "Hey, the bathroom downstairs taken. You want to take it into your bathroom? Mm-hmm. You sexy <laughs> bitch. Hey, I, the bathroom downstairs is clogged. Let's let's fuck in your bathroom. Mm-hmm. No, dude, that's insane. Um, I did not do that. These <laughs> See, are real, listen, hey, these are real people that I know. Yeah, sure, they're real people, whatever. But it, 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 you act like here's the thing." It's like I'm not sitting here acting like I'm some fucking pussy hound, right? You're sitting here <laughs> okay. acting like you're some fucking big old pussy fiend. Like I you're am. the big you're the biggest pussy getting guy, you know, in fucking I'm not, in Thailand. I'm not, no, Every I'm time not you step into the room, get... you, you act like you're the biggest pussy getter in I, the room. No, I do not so act it, like that. So here's I am the a thing. fiend. I am a fiend, but I I'm I'm not bragging like I'm getting a ton. So if you I've, were a true I've only had sex were... with one girl the past year. Yeah, and who that is exactly exactly why it's you should act then you should act like you are, which is you know a little sniveling bitch who doesn't actually you know force himself onto women, which you should be doing. Because if you I, were if you were a true I, pussy fiend, within two weeks that you're in that you're in that place, you're trying to fuck the roommate, <laughs> a- asexual or not. That is, if you were a real pussy hound. And I know you're not. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm not. I ain't no real deal pussy hound. Okay, so it continues. So he didn't like you because what? I felt... I went away for a vacation. And then when I got back, uh, I recorded the podcast. He was there. He was in the room. And... I I think at some point I scream I was making some jokes about gay people. I definitely screamed the F word at one point. <laughs> My bad, obviously. And I find out later that he he was like, Oh, I went on a date and I was like, Oh yeah, what, what was she, was she cool? And he was like, Well, he and I was like, Oh shit. Oh <laughs> I was like, Oh, you oh you are you gay? And he you wanted them faggots. No, I did not do that. I was like, oh, that's oh yeah, 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 yeah. Everyone in Australia says fucking partner, like they're gender neutral 
they gender neutral their fucking lives. Um, anyway, I it turns out he's bi. He's a okay. bi guy. But I didn't see him bringing any women over. Mm-hmm. But I fe- and I felt like both those things. And then afterwards, there was a coldness. I felt a coldness. Okay. Like we used to kind of, you know, chop it up a little bit. And then now and then it went down. Okay. Now, do you think maybe that's because he felt some sort of attraction to you after that? And then that was his the, his switch of demeanor was instead of, you know, being flirtatious, he was a little bit mm. nervous running. Nervous, maybe playing hard to get. Hard to get. Shit. Nah, I think he didn't like me. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I tried to start a couple conversations with him. And maybe and maybe it was in my head, you know, I, I don't know. Like, how would that go? Like, you would be like, hey, what's up? You yeah, I'd be like. I'd be like, oh, well, uh, you know, like I'm walking in the house. He's walking out. I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. You're working. What are you doing tonight? And he'd be like, uh, probably nothing. And then just, you know, go. <laughs> He's just on his way. And then how would he would, have you ever how would he react before to that question? I think before he before we kind of, you know, he would ask me about the U.S. and I would ask him about Australia. And sometimes we talk about politics and stuff like that. Um, I think he liked politics. And so I would kind of and I and I was curious at how things worked in Australia. Um, tell him Trump was your boy. No, no, I didn't tell him that. Yeah, I mean, listen, you got to I, I think, honestly, the, the with these types of people. Once you lay it out on the table, you you don't you let them know that you use the the f word as you put it. You mm-hmm. let them know that you're a Trump guy, and it's sort of all out in the open air. I, I don't I don't use the f word, and I'm not a Trump guy. Yeah, you I are. I don't do either of those things. You do both those things, and then I, so once that slip out. Yeah, so listen. Once that's out in the air, then you guys can sort of you guys both know where you stand. Like you guys, like he yeah. might know now that you're not. You know, he's not going to come to you for gay advice. You know, he's not going to come, you know, try and be like, oh, yeah. where do I get the AIDS medication or something like that? So he but he'll come to you and be like, hey, let's go. Mm-hmm. Let's go out fucking get drunk, mate. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I do. I am fake as fuck, bro. I'm fake as hell all the time. I don't I don't enjoy it. I mean, you, you kind of have to be fake. Like in life a little bit, but yeah. Even with people that I see a lot, I feel I feel like a fakeness, you know, like coworkers and fucking roommates and shit like that. Yeah, I mean, I don't really get that. Maybe that's why you know you have a semi-normal life and I live in in uh, in reclusion. Yes, but because yeah. uh, you you can't fake it. Yeah, I mean, I don't. It's just it's uh it's something I'm missing. I think in mm-hmm. my in, in my brain, but. It's like, because honestly, like I could fake, like if my life were on the line, I could fake it for like 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. No, I I mean, I've seen you. I, it's not like you go out and you're like a fucking asshole and you're you're making all these jokes and you're and you're doing shit like you just you just avoid the situations. Yeah. And yeah, you can fake your way for a little bit, but I'll I'll fucking I'll, I'll date a girl for two years. Fake fake the whole personality the whole time. Yeah, so I don't know, maybe on some level. You know, you like being a fake little bitch. No, nah, I like I like making people happy. 
you know, I like making people laugh, making people feel comfortable. And so I'm not going to push. I'm not going to try to like push into the uncomfortable areas, even though that's where you get the deepest connections. Right. Yeah. And I mean, listen, that's why. That's, that's what why we do you... on this podcast, bro. We push to the uncomfortable. Yeah. And I mean, and that's why this podcast will be great. And, but that's why in life and anything else you do, you won't be great. Um, yeah. So your lack of, of willingness to mm-hmm. to really dig deeper anywhere. I, yeah. So one of these days I should just be like talking to someone and just be like, man, shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that feel so good just to hit somebody with that? Like somebody at work. What, to shut the fuck up? Man, shut the hell up, you idiot. I'm going home. Yeah, I mean, listen, I... I don't know why you or or more people don't do that, bro. I told I told you about my um, I had a nineteen year old boss. Uh huh. I told you about it, and like, yo, he's he's a good dude or whatever. But like, sometimes the like, he would treat me like I'm a fucking retard. I well, you're thirty years old, working as a part time lifeguard. <laughs> he had some reason, and I'm not even, and I get it. That's why that's why I don't hate on him. That's why I'm, you know, it's all love. But one time I fucking like he wouldn't let me do he wouldn't let me have any fucking fun. Like it's not it's not like I'm you know, it's not like I'm like trying to get the kids to do fucking triple backflips next to the edge of the pool. I went and grabbed I went and grabbed a fucking chess board and I was going to go play the chess and it was an unopened chess uh game or whatever like in a box, like a foldable mm-hmm. little chess set. And I was like I was just going to see if one of the kids wanted to challenge me. And he was like, oh, are you? He was like, let's not open the chess set yet. And I was like, oh, okay. But in my head, I wanted to be like, fucking why? We got a chess set. Let, let me play chess with these little bats. Let me fucking beat one of these little kids in chess. Mm-hmm. We're, not even, we're not even doing anything. We're, we're waiting to go to an activity. They might yeah, even I mean, fucking like it. They might even enjoy it. it the little, it's like... It's like our job to entertain the kids. Yeah, I mean, to me, that sounds like a pretty reasonable move by your 19-year-old boss. It, it seems, I mean, you know, you don't need to open a brand-new chess set, you know what I mean? Especially when you're that fucking bad at chess. I feel like he saved you from embarrassment. Maybe. Maybe. Mm. Fuck you, dude. And and it's and it's probably it's not even that like that seems probably like a little weird specific example, but it's just like it's like constant, you know, um, and and it's not even it's it's more like related to the fakeness, you know, that I got to be like, oh, oh, yes, sir, sir. Uh-huh. <laughs> around around this guy. Um, and I just want to I want to just have a little more fun with it. I always like to have fun. But I, I felt, you know, around certain people, you feel like you can't. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. And I honestly, I think you need to give up the fun. I think you need to realize you're a grown man. And uh, yeah, at some point you got to start taking things seriously. Like your 19-year-old boss does. And you really got to fucking buckle down and and, uh, quit walking around with a fucking mullet. You know what I mean? Yeah, bro, I need a... Yo, I think I need to just fucking start to come on home, shave, shave my shit. 
I was looking back at pictures of my hair for the. I I look back at my phone pictures of me for the past year. My hair has not looked good once. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling. I mean, what are you gonna go bald? I think I think I have enough hair where I could go close shave and it still looks all right. You think? I think like where you where like people can tell I have a hairline. Mm-hmm. Sorta. And, yeah, I mean, and short, short sometimes looks good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think your hair doesn't look good right now, but mostly because it's in a mullet. I think when it's not in a mullet, it looks all right. You th- bro, you're literally my biggest hater. You you make me more self conscious about my my bald spot than anyone. Yeah, but I mean, it, it's I don't know. The the thing is, is that you should care about your bald spot as much as other people care about your bald spot. And I get, you know, people don't really fuck with it that much. And a bald spot's not even that bad. It's, it's like, I guess it's more the front, but it's like the bald spot's creeping towards the front. And the front's, <laughs> and the front's creeping towards the bald spot. Yeah, I mean, they'll, they'll definitely meet in the middle at some point, but what about, I mean, have you thought about, you know, head headwear, headdresses? headdresses everywhere i go i'm wearing feathers uh-huh. um no dude i took a picture of my back of my head hold on i've been doing this for years you know i wish i could compile them all just all the pictures i've taken of the back of my head yeah i mean that's not that's not, not it's not bad it's not the worst but it's like you can see my scalp yeah, but I mean that's I don't know that's to be expected. I mean you, it will continue to get worse. But I think honestly, at the rate it seems like it's going, from I feel like it might have been worse like three years ago. Like I feel like, uh, yeah, it's worse when it's lo- when it's long. When it's long on top, it's it's like it just looks. So I think, but at this rate, you'll still have you'll have serviceable hair until you're about fifty. Oh really? I mean, I like like serviceable. <laughs> what does that mean? That means it's gonna be it's gonna look b- hair that'll look better than being bald. Oh, interesting. So, but it's, by it, the time it serves about, me, yes, okay. So, so by the time you're about fifty, then it's just better to say goodbye to it. But I mean, at that mm-hmm. point, you you already be like a sloppy mess, so it won't matter that much. I won't be a sloppy mess. I'll probably. Because uh, uh, other than that, I'm aging fucking like wine, dude. I'm aging gracefully as hell. Dude, you, you say that, but you're Look 31. how pale I'm in. Look how pale I am. That's like, I mean, what does that have to do? I'm protecting myself from the skin, from the sun. Yeah, I mean, that, I mean, that helps a little bit, I guess. But at the end of the day, it's still. I'm not going to be a leathery out- white. You won't be leathery, but you might be. You're gonna be fucking wrinkled and I'll maybe fucking and, and blotched. Like I might be blotched. I think what the real move is is you protect yourself from the sun until you're about forty-five. Then once like spots start to show up, uh, then to, you try to get them. Lean in. Yeah, you just you tan, mm-hmm. and you sort of cover the discoloration. But. Yeah, I don't know. By the time you're fifty, I mean you'll have made enough money. Will have redirected from me to you that 
you'll you'll just get a nice hair piece or hair implant. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, well, you can, well, sorry. Go ahead. What'd you say? I think maybe I could like make you. Uh, I mean, I won't make you the editor of my novel, but I, I'll like, I'll put you down in some like residual capacity, mm-hmm. and it can be like your yearly supply of of Rogaine or hair care. You know what I mean? <sighs> so like, every year you get a you get a check for like two thousand. <sighs> Um, yeah, so I guess we can kind of pivot into a little more into you. You are writing a novel. Yep. You decided get a girlfriend? No. Get a job? No. Move out of my parents' house? No. Time? Time to write about, <laughs> time to write about my experiences. Uh-huh. Uh, how's that going, bro? I mean, it's going good. I mean, really what I'm doing is I'm taking everything you ever wanted and I'm going to show you what it looks like to actually achieve it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to finish a book by the time I'm 25. Damn. That that sounds fucking sick, dude. I'm going to do that and then I'm going to do a stand-up special by the time I'm 35. You bullshit. And then after that, I'm gonna find a hot Asian wife. With oh, bullshit! You bullshitting, bro. By the time I'm 38, and by the time I'm 40, I'm gonna put my hair into cornrows. Oh. to really show just the amount of thickness that I possess in my <laughs> hair follicles. Yeah, because by the time then, you're 40, white people will be able to do cornrows. Yeah, so I'll definitely do that, and then after that, I'll probably dunk. No, not at forty, bro. That's too much. No, I'll do it at forty. Well, you could. There's that guy. There's the over the hill dunker on YouTube. He's uh, he he learned to dunk at forty. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I'll just I'll do it to show you. Well, I was on board until you said the dunking thing. But if you if you actually did all those, that would be sick, bro. Publish the novel. That's easy mode. Ten years to get a stand-up special. That's also easy mode for a funny motherfucker. And then it might be Amazon Prime, but still. And then if you hit, yeah. if you fucking get the triple crown with the Asian with the Australian. Uh-huh. God damn. Living my living my dream, bro. That would for real be living my dream. <clears throat> yeah, and I mean. By that time, by that, by the time I get the Asian wife, you'll be what? Nearly fifty. Yeah, yeah. So, wh- where do you think you'll be? You think you'll have? I think I'll have what? Anything. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Is my mic too loud? By the way. No, it's fine. Okay. Um, let's go. Let's go. Best case, worst case. Okay. Best case. I'm married. I have children. My wife loves me. She's still. She's still like objectively pretty hot. Okay. And I own a comedy club. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's best case. That's best case. And and the club's making money. Okay. This is best case? Best case. Wow. All right. Worst case. Mm-hmm. I, d- I think death is somewhere in the middle. Worst case would be uh, fatherless, right? Fatherless and worried about it. Like, I'm trying to get people pregnant. Uh-huh. Because um, I would like to spread my seed. Um, fucking shiny up top. Cue ball. Uh-huh. Living... <laughs> I think worst case scenario, I could live in my dad's current house. He owns it? He owns it. What? But what about... Is he going to leave it all to you, or is he going to, like... Because what if he leaves like half to your brother and he wants to sell it? Yeah, he can leave it. He can leave half to my brother. And what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go. I never had a house. Uh-huh. I, ne- I just wanted to be. I just wanted to be a podcaster. And I just need to live here, please. And they're gonna give me that bitch. Okay, that's big. So honestly, worst case is still not even that bad. <laughs> crib, bro. Got my own crib. I bet the fast ass internet. China Grove, North Carolina. I don't know if you've ever been to China Grove, but it's it's pretty chill. Quiet. You know, it's not like there's gang violence. Yeah, I mean, it sounds perfect for a failure. So I mean you, you might it might be good. Cause like even if I really fucked up, you know, I moved to New York, try to do stand up, end up fucking up and being homeless, I could at least Suck enough dick to get me a greyhound back to my mom's house. Right. And then fucking, you know, reset up base camp. Fucking life round two. Right. But this time I started 40. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it sounds it sounds like it really can't go wrong for you. Can't, bro. The fact that you're the best case scenario, that's the biggest dream you can think of is... I mean, owning a comedy club. I guess I'm trying to be kind of realistic because I had so many. I've had so many but crazy why? things. Well, okay. I guess we're going best case. I would love to have. I would love to to write a medieval high fantasy novel. Okay. Maybe Which be on TV. Do. Maybe be on TV for some shit. And then also have the have HBO pick up the medieval high fantasy like Game of Thrones Part Two. Okay, well, now you're getting a little fucking crazy with that. And then I'm also mayor of Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. And I own a comedy club there. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that that sounds a lot better. And I have four wives. Okay. How many kids? Each pussy tighter than the last. And they've each given me two. So you have eight kids? Eight kids. What if you, okay... And I said, first one that first one to give me a third kid gets to be my favorite wife. Okay. What about? Have you ever thought of? Okay, so you take all four wives and you fuck them all at the same time, impregnate them all at the same time, so it's like they're quadruplets. (laughs) Interesting. I I stack their pussies together like, (laughs) and then with one nut, I fucking. Well, I probably just nut into a thing and then turkey baster them. 
Yeah, you can turkey base them. Uh, I mean, you'll be because you, you know your high fantasy is probably doing numbers, so it's going to be you're going to be making money. So you just do. You can probably just get them like artificially in, in, in vitro. In, yeah, sure. Yeah. So you can do that. You can even use a cooler guy's sperm. Well, no, I wouldn't do that. You can probably take like I don't know LeBron's sperm or some if you're making enough money. Hey, LeBron, let me get one of them sperms. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> Was the only reason that you would have one of LeBron's sperm. So you can make another little LeBron. Oh, bro. Hey, let's talk about, speaking of LeBron, let's talk about Bronny, bro. Uh-huh. What's the deal with Bronny? COVID killed, the COVID vaccine <clears throat> ruined his career? Yeah, I mean, the vaccine definitely invaded his, his arteries and, and stopped his heart. And, uh-huh. uh, yeah, and he was probably thinking thoughts of, uh, He's probably thinking, you know, pro pro life thoughts. So, oh, the liber- the liberals. So the liberals put an end to him, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or they tried to, but little did they know that little Bronny's too fucking strong. Little Bronny too strong, bro. So <laughs> so okay, wait. He was he was LeBron James Jr. working out. Let's see. He was rushed to the hospital after a medical emergency during a basketball workout at USC's Galen Center. Suffered cardiac arrest. Bro, you can't you can't suffer cardiac arrest at 18. That's crazy. I mean, it's actually have you know, it's actually pretty common. Cuz like yes. so- some of these people have like there's so many like it's so easy to like fuck up your heart in uh, in like in the making of in like the womb you know oh okay yeah sure because the heart is just so fucking intricate of an organ and like I've, i've read about like so myocarditis i think is the leading cause of like uh cardiac arrest in general and then also probably mm. the leading cause in, in in young athletes uh but it's basically like I think what that one is is it like the the walls of your heart thicken, and yeah. so it reduces the your ability to uh, to squeeze to pump, that out. Yeah, to to pump out blood. So, mm-hmm. so then you go into cardiac arrest, and then there's other ones where it's one called like Wolf Parkinson's syndrome or something like that, where like an extra electrical pathway <laughs> develops under your left ventricle or something like that. And uh, so like that and like that shit can easily go unseen in any sort of physical in it. Jesus, dude. How do you so, how do you what a fucking random thing to know? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. There's, there's a bunch of shit like with with your heart that can fucking be wrong. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, so, and then, like, also, I mean, electric light, I mean, this, like, electric light imbalance is, like, really rare. I mean, if you're an athlete, you're... Are you reading this off of a thing? How do you know this? No, I've just looked it up. Fuck, dude. But, like, that can happen with cardiac arrest, and then, uh, what's other shit? Like, other, and then, like, physical trauma. So, like, even if you just get, like, hit in your chest... Like at the right moment with the right amount of force, that can like fuck up your, like the electrical output of your heart mm-hmm. or whatever. And then, um, 
Yeah, I don't know. There's other shit like just basic inflammation of like the heart wall, which is right, other stop, shit. Stop. Okay, stop. 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 So I mean, there's plenty. Stop. Ryan, so stop. You, you or me could drop dead. Ryan, shut the fuck up. Right now. I don't want to hear about this. This is depressing. It's not interesting. I'm just letting people know, though. Stop. Stop letting them know. And then there's another one. So, I mean, like, if the heart gets... Because, I mean, obviously there's... uh, You know, if you take certain... uh, Because I've seen some speculation with Bronny's, like, maybe he was taking PEDS. Maybe he was on the fucking roids. So, like, if you do that, it can, like, enlarge your heart and really fuck you up. Yes. That's what I was thinking, bro. That was, like... He who has more pressure to be good at basketball than LeBron James Jr. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, I, I, br- the Bronny strikes me as a guy who like almost like doesn't get like he just wants to play like fucking Rainbow Six. Like he's not he's not his. I don't even think his dad like his like LeBron. I think is just so fucking good. That yeah. he, that's the reason that he's so great is because he's just that fucking good. Like he didn't mm-hmm. have the fucking the killer mentality of like Kobe and fucking yeah. MJ because like MJ and Kobe could have easily been like middling fucking you know combo mm-hmm. guards mm-hmm. or some shit. You know what I mean? They, they were both very athletic, but there's a lot of athletic guys that like six six. Mm-hmm. So, but the what set them apart was the mentality. LeBron's just it's all fucking physical. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Th- I think now it's very mental for him, but part of that is because he's been in the league for twenty years, playing at a very high level for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he's uh, dude. I was watching some old fucking LeBron from like twenty thirteen, um, and even that LeBron is like ten years in at that point, um. <coughs> Dude, these the these passes he was he was hitting like Dwayne Wade on on the Heat was, I mean it's fucking amazing. So don't yeah, don't I mean, don't be out there saying he's all fucking physical, okay? No, yeah, I mean what I mean by that is like obviously he's good at the mental aspect of the game, but like what I mean is like if LeBron was given what Michael Jordan like if if you put LeBron's brain mm. in Michael Jordan's frame he would have then been like yeah. you know one time all-star two time mm. all-star some shit like that you know what i mean you put Michael Jordan in LeBron James frame oh my god and you got he's still playing he's still fucking playing he's got 19 championships mm. he's won <laughs> seven world series he's won a fucking Cy Young award I mean, he's not, he's probably, mm-hmm. cure, he's probably president of some nation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, man. Damn. I love Michael Jordan, bro. Yeah, I mean, he's... And I love LeBron James. I mean, LeBron's all right. Yeah, he... I mean, he's he's not... He doesn't have that, like, mystique, cool story... And sometimes he seems like he's a little little faker, but he he's a fucking solid ass dude, dude. And I I feel for his family, and I feel for Bronny James, but I have odds. I'm I'm betting on Bryce James to be fucking MVP 2027. You think? Taking out a I'm gonna I'm gonna meet with a bookie thousand to one odds. Try to get that. 
Yeah, I think that's uh yeah, probably one of the worst bets you could possibly Bryce make. James. I think Bryce James is uh he's big. I'll give you that. By size alone, he might make it to the league. Mm-hmm, but he ain't got the dog either. He ain't got the dog. He looks like a nerd. He looks like a nerd. He, uh, I mean, how do you, the the question is, how do you play hard when you go back home? And to you, a you, mega mansion. To the, to the, the biggest mansion. house in fucking California where you no. can just, you can post on Instagram simply because your last name is James and then you could probably make $30,000 a post. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some sponsored fucking post. Mm-hmm. So it's like, why, why would I go play basketball? I'm not going to be as good as my dad. Yeah. Like the for the James family, as far as basketball, it's over. Yeah, I mean the only just peak. the only way is you got to get you got to get pissed. You gotta get pissed, and you gotta you gotta create enemies where there aren't any, and that's what Jordan was good at. Yeah, so like if you're like if you're Bryce or Bronny, what you should be doing in your brain is like, my dad's good. Fuck my dad. <laughs> Fuck that. That guy was not. Mm-hmm. I could beat that motherfucker. I could I could have beat him when I was sixteen. I can beat him when I was seventeen, and mm-hmm. I'll beat him when I'm nineteen. And I hope to God that old fuck is still in the league when I get there. Because mm-hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna posterize his ass. Mm-hmm. That's what and their I'll, mentality should yep, be. Yep. But it's the not. Fuck off, me, Dad. <laughs> yeah, you. I lock your ass up. <laughs> you need yeah, yeah, to competitive. When your dad comes to you know fucking dap you up before the game, you say who? You look him up and down, and say get the fuck back, <laughs> get the hell out of my face, bitch. Even if he's on your team. Even if he's the only reason you're in the league, you still say that to him. Yeah, yeah. Now, I, maybe you don't know. Maybe I don't know. Who is the most like that in the league right now? That that will put that will put their neck on your throat and and won't let it up. Put your neck on your throat. Put their foot on your neck. Put their foot on your <laughs> neck and fucking and stomp. And and when you go, uh, I give up. They go, I don't care, and they stomp harder. Well, definitely uh, Pat Bev. Pat Bev <laughs> might be, might be. I was gonna say Jimmy Butler, but could be, could be Pat Bev. But I feel like he got—he <laughs> was too big into the celebration when they did celebrate. Like, remember when? Remember when he did that big celebration when the when the T Wolves won the play-in game? Uh, not really. Yeah, like it, it's kind of been memed. Um, like. You know, it's it's that I think it's like that first year with Ant and Carl Anthony Towns. They, uh, you know, they win a play-in game, and Pat Bev is a pretty important player to that team, and he gets up on the, and like the crowd's going nuts. You know, they get to go to the playoffs. I think it was the first year of the play-in, and he's fucking, he's like got his jersey on, he's fucking swinging it and throwing it in the crowd like they just won uh, Game Six. Um, and you know, I always felt like you know Jordan was always acted like he had been there, you know. Maybe it's because he had a kind of a better pedigree, higher overall pick and shit like that. Yeah, I mean... I think Jimmy Butler's got a little bit of that in him, though. You know, he's he's like, job ain't done. Job ain't done. I think, but I think a lot of that is mimicry. 
I think, you know. It is. It is. Pat Bev, he, he really, you put Pat Bev's brain in LeBron's body. Shit. He's probably, he probably commits a few murders. <laughs> but at the same time, he's, you know, 10-time mm-hmm. finals MVP. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he because he is innovating. He's definitely not cardiac arrest. And his and his son's heart strong, just like Pat Bev's. Mm -hmm. You know, um, fucking what was I going to say? I don't remember. And that's great podcasting. And that's great podcasting. (laughs) 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 But no, Feel, feel for Bronny. Feel for feel for everyone. I will be dunking very soon, so keep track of that. Keep track of that, podcasters. Let's let's get into some fucking current events. Huh? You, know, you want to do some fucking current events? Sure, let's do it. All right. What are you doing right now? What are you looking at? Nothing. No, 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 no. What are you looking at? You just I, clearly be... clicked away from something. I can see the the this, the brightness on your screen change. You weren't looking I, at me. What are you doing? I was briefly scrolling on YouTube. But it, it was like a reflex. I didn't even. It's you're gonna you, watch. You're gonna watch your. <laughs> what are you gonna do? You're gonna see was, if, You're gonna watch a fucking T Pain music video. What were you gonna well, do? The thing is, all my thumbnails are are fucking women with tits. So uh, it's like it's scrolling through like a little fucking Instagram yeah. feed. You know what I mean? I got you. I got you. You were gonna watch some fucking Korean girl. <laughs> the the little like highlights of her playing. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna watch her change into different bikinis. Yeah, right. Yeah, try on hauls, bullshit. You're a fucking twat. All right. Here's a uh here's a headline for you. Um Sex Mad McDonald's staff already three solid lines. Sex Mad McDonald's staff at UK branch all caught gonorrhea from each other. That's sick. Ain't that Northern Ireland, okay. Uh, a group of sex-mad McDonald's workers caught gonorrhea from each other. A shocking new investigation is found. Um, there was an outbreak of gonorrhea across the restaurant. What does that mean? Is it is it on the Big Macs? I mean, I would assume. Aren't you even if you get a if you even if you put a gonorrhea on a Big Mac, you heat it up to enough and you can eat it, right? Yeah, probably. I mean, I think because, you know, sexually transmitted diseases are specifically sexually transmitted because if you do put it in your mouth and it goes down, like, it's just mm-hmm. immediately killed it don't, by... It don't have to be sex. It's just on the dick. Uh-huh. Um, now, here's what I don't like about this. Maybe maybe there'll be more, some more info in the article, and but it, they call them sex-mad McDonald's workers. I feel like that's presumptuous. You think? I mean, yeah, they were probably fucking a little bit. Sex mad? It might be just one one hoe in there. Yeah, well, I mean, if they all have it. Yeah, she may have fucked them all. <laughs> That's, I mean... It's not, have you ever fucked a, a co-worker? Never. It's my fucking dream. Don't you think that's? I mean, you should probably do that at some point. I think. Oh, the branch it happened in has not been made public. 
Come on now. I think we deserve to know. <laughs> it's the only branch in Ireland where everyone has a fucking cold sore. Um, all right, so here's um, the managers. There's some claims that the managers demanded female staff perform sexual favors in exchange for vapes. Okay. While another worker claims that she faced anti-Semitic abuse. Okay, well, this has got <laughs> a lot going on here. There's some anti-Semitism. There's, there's some fucking dope clouds for blowjobs. Not bad, dude. Yeah, that's, um, man, there's so little info here, dude. They don't even have any pictures. What, do you want them to take pictures of the gonorrhea? Uh, yeah, show me a gonorrhea. Show me what a Big Mac covered in gonorrhea looks like. Why, what about this? Two pictures, one of a Big Mac, one of a Big Mac covered in gonorrhea, and then, and then it says, can't tell the difference. Uh, yeah, I mean... Right, just to just to show you kind of how scary it is. Yeah, that, I mean that could be a good side by side. Except no, it wouldn't. It how about retarded. how about a picture of one of the workers and saying this this worker Kelsey rumored to be the biggest slut of the of the both of the bunch. Yeah, I mean they definitely probably need to add some visual elements, but it's it sounds like a shit article if I'm being honest. Yeah. All right, here's another shit article. Okay. More current events. All right. Sick chiropractor had spy cam in office bathroom and stash of homemade porn. That sounds normal. Yeah. Come on. He's just like, I was just doing a prank. <laughs> and why are you, why are you getting naked at the chiropractor? Well, I mean, if you gotta like fucking piss or something. Oh, I get yeah, just in the bathroom. Yeah, let's see. Oh, there was a hook. Oh, nice. I like his strategy though. There was an odd-looking plastic coat hook in his bathroom, and it turned out that was the camera. <laughs> so it was like, yeah, yeah. If you're using the bathroom, and if you uh, if you want to hang your coat anywhere, you know how like a lot of the stalls will have like a little hook on the on the back of the door. Uh huh. His hook is just a fucking Nikon <laughs> A600 pointed right at you. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can hear it like <laughs> the red light turns on. <laughs> as soon as you as soon as you sit down, there's a red light that turns on. And it just says complimentary clothes rack. <laughs> complimentary hook. Yeah, that'd be good. Mm-hmm. So, okay, tell me about... So you left Vietnam. Oh, shit. Apparently, it had a USB port. What the fuck? Yeah, an alarmed patient took pictures of the device after realizing it appeared to contain a camera, complete complete with a lens, a USB port, an on-off switch, and an SD memory card. <laughs> My man didn't try to hide it at all. <laughs> it had a switch on it, bro. And you know that shit was set to on. 
Or, you know, maybe the ultimate genius plan would be to somehow, like, engrave the off switch, like, like to somehow switch the on and the off on the switch and be like, oh, no, no, that's actually off. Yeah, but you still have a fucking camera in your... Yeah, still, still obviously hard to, maybe hard to get away with it. <clears throat> so let me ask you this. So you left, so you arrived in Thailand when? Uh, yesterday. Two hour... I did a week in uh, Vietnam, in Hanoi, and uh, I took a two-hour flight to Phuket. One of, the, one of the chicks I met from Tinder and was ghosting me was on the flight with me. Okay. We've, sent, we've since re-picked up our conversation. Crazy. Really? That's love, bro. That's the Lord looking out for me. <sighs> so, okay, so let's recap your Vietnam trip. So day one, you get there, right? Mm-hmm. And you immediately get scammed. Day one, I'm scammed out of 500,000 baht for maybe, um, one, I tried to buy weed. Sorry, 500,000 dong, um, which is the currency over there. I think it equates to around 50 bucks. Um, I got, I tried to buy weed from a guy. It didn't work. And then I tried to, uh, or some chick made me feel bad and said her leg got blown off in the Vietnam War, gave her money as well. Then I try to meet some chicks on Tinder. They end up being scammers as well. They take you to a club where you get commission from the drinks that you buy. But I also had fun. I even had fun buying wheat. Yeah, for sure. So that's, yeah, you buying dirt for $50 is not a scam at all. So (laughs) that was a scam, yeah. So, okay, so that's day one. What's the rest of the week like? Okay, so... I end up, I don't make any friends while I'm there, you know. I mean, I talk to a couple people, but, like, I end up going back to the scam club because I did make friends with one of the scamming boys. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, he's scamming you, but he's also, I mean, he's also, I think he wants you to have a good time as long as he gets his money. Uh-huh. It's not like he's robbing me and leaving me in the street. It's just, like, he gets he gets commissioned if he takes me to a bar. It's like it's like a bar girl in Thailand. Um it's like the girls that are basically paid to get you to buy drinks at the bar. It's it's like a cultural thing here a little bit. So I I hesitate to call it a scam, but I go back I go back to those to those guys and go hang out. Um, they tried to get me to spend three million dong on a table in the club, and I was like, dude, I can't do it. Um, but I I go out with one of the one of the Vietnamese boys. He we go out. And uh, we go out to a different club. And I actually end up getting a table there and spending four million dong. So, but this club was more fun. It was, I was, I was down to do that. Um, so you paid all four million dong? I paid all four million dong. Well, it was only three million. And then I party all night. They also do the laughing gas balloons. I didn't do any, but he did one. So, you know, obviously I got that to Vu, my boy, my boy Vu. And so it's four in the morning. The club leaves. But me and this guy, have, I think that they water down the liquor here, too, because I, I mean, I was faded as fuck. Um, but normally I had like half a handle of Jack Daniels, me and this guy. And he got and then I got on the bo- back of his motorbike and he drives us and he drives us home. So we're going through the streets of Hanoi. I'm just holding on to this fucking guy. And he goes and he goes and he goes back to like where his friends are. His friends are for some reason still out at four in the morning, just sitting, just like sitting in the street, basically 
in front of like a bar. Um, and he talks to them in Vietnamese. I have no idea what he's saying. And he just drives on. And um, he's like, yeah, we're going to go get some food. And he takes me down these fucking alleys, dark alleys, just fucking zooming around. And then we come up to this place and there's just like chairs in front of there's chairs in the street and uh, it's like in an alley chairs in the street. And then there's like a looks like a food truck kind of a thing. And he orders barbecue and then his boys show up and we just had like late, late snacks, just all this crazy barbecue until like six in the morning. And, and that you was pay for all of and, it. And that was a 700,000 dong. So, yeah. <laughs> you paid for all of it so it was four million between that and the thing okay and then how much is four million dong in usd uh it's like maybe a hundred bucks maybe less so i think you might be the biggest fucking retard oh uh, it's only thirty dollars only thirty dollars so four million seven hundred oh sorry i thought you were talking about just the dinner yeah no, no, four million but four million, yeah, that's gonna be one hundred and sixty nine dollars. <laughs> I mean, yeah, dude, I'm on fucking vacation though, you know. And it's like, if you went out to a club for, you know, if you went out to the club in the U.S. and partied all night and sat in a table and did laughing gas, it would cost more. Yeah, but you're in the U.S. You're not paying for four random vietnamese dudes fucking barbecue yeah but i was getting i was learning about the culture bro yeah they the culture is they fucking steal from you yeah i do think i think i think hanoi not everywhere but hanoi has that problem um but here hold on one second let me get my tablet i got a picture on on it from uh one of the guys sent me (laughs) all right (laughs) yeah man for the listeners that are Absolutely not listening at this point. There's zero people listening. But if you are, just know if you go to Vietnam and a man on a rickety, ramshackled motorcycle comes up to you and says, hey, let's go to a bar, probably just say no. And then when you get to the bar, let's say you do hop on his motorcycle, don't spend $4 million. Yeah, I'm keeping it going. Oh shit, my bad. Okay, I'm back. I'm letting the what I told the listeners was if a man comes through on a motorcycle when you go to Hanoi, Vietnam, and he wants to go to a bar, say no. And then if you do somehow get tricked on the back of the motorcycle and you get to the bar, do not spend four million dong to buy a table and barbecue for his three other Vietnamese friends. Mm-hmm. But we had we had a good time, dude. We were tr- we were tr- it was kind of wild. Like I was. Tr- communicating through them through google Dude, translate remember remember when we went to the strip club and you refused to spend more than 50 dollars or 40 dollars yeah yeah so why what that was a strip club in america i'm fucking international baby i might never do it again and then how many times so you spent you went to two scam bars collectively you spent uh no, it wasn't i don't think the, the first one was a scam bar the first one was a scam bar the second one I don't think was a scam bar. It is okay. possible that this boy got a little commish, but um, so I feel like way, I paid the normal prices. So either way, so two between those two nights, you spent what five hundred USD? Uh, yeah. Oh, easily. Yeah. 
because the first night, the first scam, I spent eight million dong. So yeah, that's five. Yeah, it's exactly five hundred, five hundred six. For what? Twelve million dong. Twelve million dong. Yeah, great math. So, so you spent five hundred dollars in two nights in Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Didn't the see titties place. once. Did not see titties. Did not see ass at all. Mm-hmm. But when you go to a strip club, you don't want to spend more than forty dollars. Ooh, shit! Interesting. Damn. Yeah, because I don't like to pay for it, bro. Even though I ended up paying for it in a different, I just don't. I don't want to pay a woman to be around me. I get off on her, fucking, you know, liking me for me or whatever. I know maybe that makes me gay. No, no. Listen, I, I, I think that's fair, and I think that's a fair way of looking at it. But the fact of the matter is, you're doing something way worse. Because mm-hmm. a dude who picks up a, a like a hooker, right, and pays her to suck his dick, he's getting, he's paying fifty bucks and he's getting his dick sucked. You're paying five hundred U.S. dollars to get catfished by a girl in a t-shirt who is scamming you. Like, it's just... Yeah, she didn't even look cute. It's way worse. I see what you're saying. It's so much worse. Quite frankly, I think you might be the dumbest man with a master's degree. Mm Mm-hmm. So, I mean... I don't know, maybe sell your master's degree for more for seven million dong and then spend that at sniff or the Thai equivalent. Yeah. Let's see. But yeah, so I, I fucking <laughs> I go back to uh I go back to the hotel. I get the guy to drop me back off at my at my Airbnb, and some other scammer guy on a motorcycle comes up and he recognizes me, and they're like fighting <laughs> over me. On, I think they're fighting over who gets to scam me because they. Uh, he was like, "Hey, I texted you." He like comes up. He's like, "Hey, I texted you." By the way, they're they're both going through traffic <laughs> while they're doing this. They're uh-huh. insane drivers. Like they're it's fucking Need for Speed, Fast and Furious up there. Um, he's like, Hey, I texted you. You don't trust me. You don't trust me. Huh? <laughs> and the, the guy that I'm with can't speak English. He's like, <laughs> he's like holding his phone back to me. and says, what's he saying? <laughs> it's in fucking Vietnamese Te- texting, weaving through traffic. Um, and so, yeah, he drops me back off at my house. They, they end up, I don't know. They, they talk for a little bit and then I, I go inside and he texts me the next day. Uh, the guy I went out with, he texted me the next day. Can I ask you a small favor? I just went to work, but unfortunately I drove my car and I hit people and they had to go to the hospital. Now I don't have any money. Can I borrow a few dong? Can you lend me 1 million so I can pay for the hospital bills? I'm so unlucky. Can you help me crying face? And you said yes, of course. I did not say yes. I, I think I still feel like maybe he's telling the truth. I don't know. <laughs> Don't laugh. <laughs> Don't laugh, you fuckhead. Dude, none of... Like, it's so amazing to me, right? How how differently our brains work. The fact that you can hold What if on, he hit someone? He did not hit someone. 
He did not hit anybody. He does not own a car. The most he has is his fucking motor. But he typed up the message and then saw a motorcycle, and he's like, I better change it to car. It doesn't mm. make sense that I would hit them with a motorcycle and then be unscathed. So it's amazing to me that you can delude yourself mm-hmm. enough to think that these people don't see you as literally a, fuck, a walking dollar sign. That's what you are to them. These people, they, they don't, they didn't know your name. They certainly don't know it now. Yeah. They d- didn't speak English. Mm-hmm. The only thing you were was free barbecue, free nitrous oxide, and maybe a little bit of fruit. <laughs> and some alcohol. And alcohol. Don't forget that. But he didn't ask for gas money. Yeah, well, he did. Yeah, he asked for a million oh, dong. He did ask for a million dong. Yeah, so he... Uh, I said, I said, which hospital are you at? <laughs> he said, I'm at my hotel room. And I said, sorry, I cannot help you. Um, and he said, what is your grandfather's name come with the word driver? I thought you were a generous and funny person, but it turns out you're not. <laughs> that's what that's when he fucking flipped on me. So I, I hit him with a Vietnamese. I hit him back with in Vietnamese. Hey, I think you I thought you lied to me or I thought I couldn't. I don't think you're telling the truth about the hospital thing. And then he said, if you come to other countries and travel to meet someone like me, you are very lucky. I have never cheated you. Other people make you happy mainly for their own personal gain. And I don't get anything here. Now I will unfriend you. And I was unfriended on Facebook. I mean, my like literally, and it my, hurt. And it hurt. But I, I like my mind is in a fucking. The fact that you, like, I, I don't know if you're this dumb, or maybe you're just not well versed. Because listen, these this type of scam, I mean, maybe because you know, I, I used to have. I told you I used to run scams. Online. No, no. <laughs> what? So what I used to do is, uh, it's a, it was this, a little social engineering scam mm-hmm. where you would go on websites where you know lonely dudes were looking for women to talk to on Kick. Uh huh. And I would go on Kick, and I had a specific version of Kick to make it look like I can send any picture because on kick, it tells you if you, the picture's live or if it's from your library. Mm-hmm. So they would be like, send a live picture of you. And then I had a special version of kick where I could s- select. So what I would do is I would pose as a hot girl <laughs> and then I would send them a picture of the hot girl, mm-hmm. but it looked like it was live. Mm-hmm. And then, so we would engage in this conversation. I was probably like, you know, 13 at the time. Just a thirteen-year-old boy telling them, you know, that their dick is nice and that they, <laughs> have, that they have nice abs, and you know, the, where do you live? I live in Seattle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I would be like, "Hey, you want to see more pictures? I'll send you more pictures for a twenty-dollar Amazon gift card." And oh. then so, or I would, I'll send you more pictures for twenty dollars PayPal or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So I'm. And then, you know, there's more, and I've seen multiple stuff like that. So I know mm. the the easiest way to spot these things is that it, nobody is, 
your friend immediately. Yeah, yeah. They always are looking to gain. If they don't know you, they're looking to gain something. Mm. True. So all these people, they were looking for your American dollars. Fuck. I don't want to. If you're listening to this, I don't want you to to think that all of Hanoi is like that. A lot of it is. It probably all is. I don't think so. Because there's, you know, I had plenty of restaurants. Dude, you can. I I had so many good meals for like a hundred thousand dollars. And the and you know the barbecue meal for seven hundred k was good. So I ain't gonna I ain't gonna fucking hate on them. But yeah, no one. Wait, what'd you say? No one is your friend for no reason. What what was it? <clears throat> no one is your friend immediately. No one is your friend. No one's your friend. I like I like that better. No one is your friend. Fair. That's how I live my life. You either a dollar sign or you would or you a negative dollar sign. And if you a negative dollar sign, you better get the fuck on from here. Or I might start punching. Uh-huh. Hwa, hwa. Fuck, dude. Well, I don't know. So overall, how much did you spend in Vietnam? Between the mm-hmm. Airbnb all the scams probably a thousand dollars a thousand dollars yeah how much would it have cost to spend like a a week in because a cooler country i don't know i don't know i don't know don't make me think about it dude it i want to i want to go out one night here in phuket one night heavy but i feel like i may have already blown that budget yeah i mean listen you just don't get scammed you have like what three drinks what is that 15 bucks yeah i kind of want to get a table out here though because then i could i could act like i'm fucking big american man i did it before and i actually got laid in phuket really Mm -hmm. but it was a girl i met off tinder i probably could have just met her at the bar but having the having the mystique of a table is like i'm a fucking international traveler and it's really like i just have two hundred dollars did you tell her you have uh, syphilis? Uh, I I think in this in this culture it's rude to tell people that you have. Syphilis. <laughs> okay. I'm pretty sure I don't have syphilis. Not <coughs> the test. Anymore. The tests just don't. I took I took fucking pills after testing positive, and the positive test was never a positive test. It was never 100 percent positive. What the fuck does that mean? I took you have syphilis I, or you don't. I took the t- the t- syphilis test. It said yes, you have syphilis. Uh-huh. And then once you once you you get that that you take two more tests, um, that are like basically confirmatory tests. And mm-hmm. one of those said yes, you have syphilis. <laughs> but then the other one said no, you didn't. So out of the three, one of them only the majority. The majority of them were in Greece <laughs> about uh, yeah, syphilis. But the one that didn't, I just kind of liked the test vibe a little more. You know, I feel like it was a little more truthful to the to the world that I live in. Right. Yeah, so, certainly. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, I would say, yeah, by law, you probably should. Um, 
but by Le- legally, I can say there is not conclusive evidence that I have syphilis. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, ultimately, it's in God's hands. If the girl, if she, if she's gonna get syphilis, she's gonna get syphilis. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's whatever. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna go work out at this Muay Thai gym. I think over here. What you got on for the rest of the day, bud? Blood. Probably read a little bit, write a little bit. That's about it. Right. No one's your friend immediately. This, this, by the way, this actually amazes me. What? That you got How do you get scammed? How do? It's so easy. I I just want to please everyone. You know, it's I don't want so, to say. But listen, when you're, I thought, listen, I thought you had the mind. I got the mind. Well, then if you had the mind, these things would be transparent. You would have come out of that. What, see, listen, if I'm, in, if I'm in Hanoi, here's what happens, right? These people, they come up to me, they go, hey, hey, hey. And I, and I learn a little Vietnamese. I say, hey, bang chung wak. And that means, let, hey, let's go get them. I'll be your American fucking, I'll be the conduit mm, in mm. which the Americans will travel. And mm. then boom, I bring them. Next thing I know, I've just made $700 on the trip to Vietnam. Damn. You, so in, the, you in the black. That's the difference. Yeah. You know, not a lot of Americans, though, over in, in Vietnam. It was mostly European, Euro and uh, Australian. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I rarely met an American. America, yeah. Americans are too fat for Vietnam. It's like the, the streets are so are so narrow and there's fucking motorbikes parked everywhere. You got to fucking... It's like an obstacle course getting there. Yeah, you can't put a fatty on a motorbike. You can't put an American there. Are you kidding me? Yeah, dude, we'll fucking, fucking drag the thing down. Makes sense. Well, overall, listen, I'll call Vietnam trip a resounding... Failure. Failure, but... Hey, I, I made out with a girl and I got to touch her butt. Really? And it was a nice, nice, nice butt, bro. Nice butt? Amazing butt. Hot lady? Bro, maybe the best butt in the whole country. Because, the, the, you know, they're walking around like bean poles. Right. Yeah, a lot of, definitely a lot of skin skin and bones. Mm-hmm. So, but listen, I... Well, I she was lesbian, though. And okay, she kept well, telling me she was lesbian. Okay, back to failure. I was about to call the trip a moderate success, but back to resounding failure... But hey, it's a new start. It's a new day. New country. new country. New city. New opportunities. And as far as I'm aware, there's no sniff bar in Thailand. Mm-hmm. So Maybe even no... a new venereal disease. So despite the fact that you are incredibly susceptible to the most rudimentary scams on the planet... Mm-hmm. It seems like Thailand does not have the infrastructure to even put you through that. Yeah. So it's good news. Yep. Maybe you'll come out of this unscammed and unscathed. Maybe I'll come out with a little family out here. <laughs> but only only time will tell. Only time will tell. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of our lives. And we're so glad that we're a part of yours.